Welcome to A Joy To Be Me, a podcast empowering women out of overwhelm, uncertainty, and breakdown to love and embrace who they are. Tune in to learn how to avoid the pitfalls of burnout and start following your ultimate bliss. It's time for the modern woman and mother to start taking her pleasure seriously and let her creativity flow and pursue her big and beautiful dreams. I'm your host, Lydia Joy. Let's have some fun. All right, all right. Hello, hello, everyone. It's Lydia back, back, back with another episode for you. I am uh, having fun over here. I went to a little party yesterday, a birthday slash going away party. And the person's house who hosted it had this cool um, knife and axe throwing set up on his back screen porch. And I was like, oh, let me at this. You know, I was like all into I was surprised. I liked it so much. It was a lot of fun. And I found myself hanging out there with the guys was just, you know, throwing knives, throwing axes, getting out our frustrations, aggressions, just having fun. Um, and it reminded me of, uh, this, uh, story I heard initially years ago, a friend told me about, it, then I looked it up. Um, and there's a book called the mind body code and the doctor who wrote it pointed out that, um, Many Tibetan monks have diabetes that they couldn't attribute to their diet or their lifestyle. And so he suggested that they, their development of diabetes was intimately connected with their belief systems of loving kindness and forgiveness only. Um, now the Tibetan culture and its people, they have suffered a huge amount of damage by the Chinese and the natural response to um, or the natural response is anger and rage when that kind of stuff happens. Right. Um, I mean, I had plenty of rage against machine playing during this whole COVID BS myself to work it all out of me. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but, um, anyways, the monks were taught to send love to their enemies instead. So what they're doing is they're literally sugarcoating their anger. So this can initiate the release of endorphins akin to morphine, which numbs their pain and prevents them from feeling their anger. Um, and high levels of endorphins over time can adversely affect our glucose metabolism. Hello. So this is why it's important to feel your feelings and learn to express and release your anger in a healthy way. Um, so I was thinking about that. I was like, man, this is, this would be a really good way to just like get some stuff out. Right. Um, back in, I think it was like December, my astrologer, um, was kind of sharing with me about an aspect of my Aries moon as the fire uh, sign and, and, and to do a, a ritual around it and let it be a way to just release, you know? And I was thinking, Ooh, yeah, here's another, another thing I could do. Um, now and then to just like, you know, let that all out, whether I know it's there or not, you know? And, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of grunting going on. <laughs> um, anyways, it made me think of that story and, uh, just to, just a little reminder for us all, you know, um, as well as just to remember, like everything is connected. So 
we are mind, body, soul. So our emotions affect our minerals, our hormones are, you know, they affect us. So we can't pretend they're not there. We got to face them and we got to see them and we got to let them out and through. All right. Well, what I really want to talk about is minerals. Duh. But I, I know it can sound repetitious, but, you know, repetition is a mother of all learning and people still don't get it. Right. They're still being dismissed. They should be the sexiest thing we're talking about because they're like so foundational. They're like the thing we need to all like ramp way the heck up because we've been missing them for so long at a huge percentage of loss. And here we are, you know, struggling to get well, accumulating more toxicity and so on and so forth. And, you know, I look in, in all the circles of health every now and then stuff is coming my way. People are asking me questions and I'm hearing these new trends and I'm like, wait a minute, why are you talking about this when you haven't even mastered your minerals? You know, like that's a foundation. Like you got, you haven't even gotten them on board hardly. And you want to do this downstream trendy thing before you even get your minerals on board. Like, I don't understand this. This makes no sense to me. It's like trying to build a house and you didn't even build the damn foundation. You're like, let me go buy my curtains and, you know, my paintings and, you know, all this other stuff. And you don't even have a foundation. You know what I'm saying? You feel me guys? So yesterday it was like buku hot here on the East coast. And I knew it was going to be draining, you know? So I batched up my mineral lemonade and made sure I hydrated, like my life depended on it. (laughs) I know I sound dramatic, but seriously, you guys, when it gets hot like that out of nowhere, it, and you sweat more than you're used to, you're losing your minerals. Right. So I, I batched up my mineral lemonade and I ramped up my minerals a bit um, myself. I'm not going to tell you that recipe exactly because it's not necessarily what you should do, but I'm just kind of giving you a a story here. Um, And I've really been pimping out my electrolyte recipe lately uh, because I'm like, you know what? Let's just get everybody like energized, man. Like, let's just all like get this going. So it's not like so like we all know we're, and it's just like a habit and we're all doing it. And so when people finally start using it or getting their minerals on board to some degree, they're like, Oh, I actually really like it. I feel like a little bit more energy or a boost or a lift, or like it even helps my digestion or whatever. People are saying all kinds of things to me. And, you know, we, we have to understand that the fluid and electrolyte system in the body is dynamic and it can be really difficult to measure, but we do know it depends on access to minerals dissolved in water and proper cellular absorption of those minerals that makes them bioavailable to us for use. So one of the most important functions of electrolytes is to enhance cellular hydration. To most people, hydration just means there's enough water. Uh, Maybe they've already figured out the quality matter. So they got filters. So most people is just like, oh, there's enough water in my body. But the real key is to get the water into the cells and make it stay there to perform its biological functions. And how do we do that? Minerals. So most people tell me like, oh, I didn't know I needed anything other than water to be hydrated. No kidding. We don't know this still. 
So it's a little funny for me, like trying to explain why my electrolyte recipe is so important to people. (laughs) That's why I'm doing this episode. So I I do just call it healthy Gatorade because that's a concept we all seem to understand. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I get it. Um, Make sure you understand there's no junk in it. It's a healthy version. It's, It's ingredients you already have in your pantry. And so to make it really easy, I often suggest that they start with cream of tartar, which is a form of potassium called potassium bitartrate. Um, Now, I always offer a caveat. I I want people to start. I want to give them a good option. I want it to be easy. And I want them to be able to leave the conversation with me and go do it right away, if at all possible. So so I, I do say, hey, let's start with this. Um, now I give the caveat that it is not the most optimal form of potassium. Um, again, so by the way, a little, another little thing is that potassium bitartrate cream of tartar is the form everyone's now using in the adrenal cocktail. If you haven't heard about the adrenal cocktail, you've been hiding under a rock. Just kidding. Um, no, back when I got started with my mineral journey, I heard about the adrenal cocktail and now it's like, everyone's talking about it. They were not talking about it back then. So it's become a little bit trendy. There's also a company that makes a pre-made version of it. You can make it at home because you probably have the ingredients, whatever. It's just a simple way for people to get started, getting some core things in and put it into a drink So you try to, so your body can kind of absorb it a little bit more quickly. All right. Well, that said, it's not going to be the best form of potassium to repeat your body with since you can't absorb all of it as efficiently. um, And so you'll have to excrete what it can't use. So it's a bit of a slower way to support your body's potassium needs in the long run. Again, it's just an easy start because most people will probably have it in their kitchen already or know what the heck it is. And it's easy. It's cheap. It's like, just let's start. Okay. Now that's the, the beginner version, right? But, um, I'm now I've been recommending a better option, um, to my clients. I've been using it myself, um, because it's a longer game approach and I've been using, um, since we're talking about electrolytes and salt and potassium, I'll just cover potassium. Um, and I've been using a form of potassium it's called Pico potassium. And that's because it gets right into your cells. So it's a faster way to receive the benefits of potassium. Um, and not have to, you know, work so hard to try to get the high amount we need because you absorb it much more readily for use. So again, there's good, better, best forms of minerals, just like there are good, better, best forms of foods, which is a concept I think I learned probably from the Weston Price Foundation back many, many years ago um, when I was like burned out single mom had no money. I was like, all right, I'm going to do the best I can. So that good, better, best thing was really great for me because it like helped me not judge myself, I guess, or be so worried or whatever. 
Anyways, you can get that shopping guide. I've talked about it before. I love it. It's a great starting point for many people. It's like five bucks. Go to the Weston Price Foundation website. You should be able to find it pretty easily. Um, Yeah, so I really like it because it just helps you to focus on doing the best you can wherever you're at until you know better and can do better. Cool. So the same is true with minerals when it comes to supplementing them. Um, I use the same kind of concept. So I like people to get started um, because some is better than none, but in the long run, in the grand scheme, we really want to aim for the better and best options. So I want to have a quick reminder that minerals are inorganic substances that your body cannot make itself. So you have to get them from the food, water, you like what you eat or drink, or from pills, capsules, or preferably liquids. The reason why we supplement is because there's not enough in the food in the first place, and there hasn't been for so damn long. So again, any is better than none, but you're going to have the best results with the optimum amounts in the best forms. So it's all well and good knowing that minerals are required to make our bodies electric turned on. Hello. Um, but the minerals that perform this function have to be in the ionized form and small enough to enter into our cells. So we have what's called mineral ion channels. These are these gateways that the minerals enter our cells. And, um, we've actually discovered that the size of these channels are, um, measured in picometers and they are about 400 to 500 picometers in diameter. So that's like one trillion. I can't remember. It's like one trillionth of a meter. It's like ridiculously small. And so um, these ion channels are composed of proteins that form pores through a cell membrane. And these specialized proteins are going to help establish and control the voltage traveling across the cell membranes by allowing ions to flow along a particular gradient. Now that may not make a lot of sense to you, but these ion channels are crucial components of the membranes that surround all of our biological human cells. So one of the big pieces when it comes to remineralizing our bodies is understanding the quality and the form matters, but as well, how we assimilate and absorb these forms. So it, it comes to the form being more assimilable in a body that can't assimilate well. So we, so we can be able to really absorb them effectively and, and enough for our use, um, which then now leads to us having quicker recovery times than if we were to only take, you know, pill forms or powder forms or whatever, because those aren't going to be as fully absorbed. They might be only partly absorbed percent wise. Um, and so we have to kind of keep that in mind. Um, we also need minerals to help us rebuild our stomach acid, which is what allows us to pull and cleave minerals from our food in our stomach for use and absorption. Um, so we can become a good assimilator from the get-go. So I'm all about trying to get the process rocking in the body sooner rather than later. And if people can get on board with all of it, 
awesome. So this is why I'm here talking about this today, because I feel like I repeat myself a lot and people aren't quite ready. (laughs) Um, So yeah. And again, you know, stomach acid is something I have seen across the board um, to be, you know, not effective, effectively being produced based on the HTMA work I've been doing. Uh, It requires strong adrenals, a strong, you know, connection with your HPA axis function and your, your hormone communication, as well as having all the minerals there in the first place to, because they are required for it to be built. Um, so picometer minerals are almost completely absorbed 100%, even in the face of somebody who has poor digestion or maybe they have maldigestion or malabsorption or more serious uh, digestive uh, gut dysbiosis kind of scenario because they completely bypass your gut, right? And then they don't have to be attached to the carrier protein molecules that must be digested before the minerals absorb. So you take a pill and that's got to go through your whole GI. So you've got to have a strong stomach acid to, to break it down and, and to pull it in and use it. And then the rest of your GI has to be healthy too. So it's fine to use them, but in the long run, you know, you might want to go the quicker route, right? So um, that's why I typically try, if I can, to get people on liquid minerals, um, it, it it, people find it a little more difficult because they're, they're more used to the concept of pills. So sometimes we really have to like really understand why we're doing this and why it's so important so we can get on board with the process of implementation as well. So you got leaky gut, you got major digestion issues, you know, getting you on liquid minerals is going to save your butt. Um, but if you got all up in your head about how it's so hard and all these other things, you know, you're, you're going to be missing out, um, on the benefits, you know, that could come a lot quicker. So that's why I'm sharing this today. Cause I, I really want to help people get more understanding of how all this works. Um, so really less is going to be more when you work with the better forms, the best forms, um, which are ionic. And again, you guys have heard me talk so many times about topical as well, because that's going to bypass digestion too, and go right in through the skin. And so getting started with both one or the other, whatever, um, is going to just help you out a whole lot more. And then of course, whatever food you're eating, right. Um, but again, we can't, we can't get it all from our food for the most part, we might find a mineral or two here and there that we're like, Oh dude, I'm totally rocking with this one. Um, like I was talking to Eric in, in an episode on, on his podcast. And he was like, I really think I can get enough zinc in my diet. And I'm like, cool, that's great. But don't forget there's many minerals and you have to have awesome digestion. Right. So, you know, we have to have our good digestion, need the minerals there in the first place. So we might as well start thinking about how can I use the best forms? Right. Um, So, yeah, so that's, you know, a a really big, big piece. And guys, we've been significantly deficient in minerals. We all are. Anyone that's alive on the planet right now has a a combined mineral deficiency of some sort, 
It's just a fact of being alive on the planet. Unless you grew up in like some isolated civilization uh, or uh, tribe or something untouched by civilization and no chemicals and you're eating from the land and such, you you could possibly be just fine. Um, I don't, I haven't visited any such place myself, so I have no clue. Um, But suffice it to say, we do all need to work on this. We do need to all understand this better um, for our own sake, for our kids, for our future and so on and so forth. So another thing really super quick on the heels of me talking about, you know, the absorption of assimilation and the gut is, you know, I used to hear um, people in my health arenas say things like, well, you can't heal your gut. You can't, wait, what did they say? You have to heal your gut first before you remineralize. And I was like, that makes no sense to me. (laughs) You can't even heal your digestion or your gut without the right nutrients, minerals being key. So why do we have to pick apart and focus only on that? Why can't we look at the whole, the way the whole body runs and give it its core needs? It's like building a foundation all over again. Like you're trying to build only the kitchen and you don't even have the damn foundation. Like what? That makes no sense. So just a little, little vent there because I hear so many crazy things out there and they make no sense when you think about the bigger picture. So basically the best form that I currently am working with and like, in addition to topical are the picoionic minerals because they're small enough to enter your cells. And that puts the minerals where they need are needed the most. And we know that a body can only be as healthy as it sells. So it's pretty, pretty, pretty important. Makes so much sense to me. Um, now I can't tell you what minerals you need to take today, but I'm going to give you an idea that two biggies that usually are important for everyone to add, because it's really hard for our bodies to hold on to, uh, will be the magnesium, of course. And I've done lots of episodes on that. I've given all my caveats, make sure you guys do this smart because we know that no mineral works alone. Right. So just keep that all in mind. But if you want to take action and and make some some steps today, you know, something like getting started with your magnesium or potassium for my electrolyte recipe, which is on the blog um, for you. Um, That way you have a really good form, especially now as we're heading into the summer, you need electrolytes year round. But when you're outside and you're literally dripping sweat (laughs) out of your body, you know, you're losing those minerals. So you really need to be replacing them as well as rebuilding them on the regular. So that's why I really like that recipe because it's just a good starting point for everyone. So you can check that out in the links below. I'll also leave um, some links for you guys for these products. So the Remag liquid is an option or the bomb if you're not quite ready to to go with a liquid option um, because it's topical. A lot of people are really loving that product. I'm getting a lot of good feedback from my clients. It's pretty easy to use as well. And then the Pico Potassium is awesome too. And you can just pop that in any drink you're drinking, or you can try my electrolyte recipe. I highly recommend it. Um, so yeah, again, find those links in the show notes. And if you do use my code, you can save on your 
first order. My code is all caps, Lydia Shatney, L-Y-D-I-A-S-H-A-T-N-E-Y. Um, so definitely give that some consideration. Um, the reason why potassium is a nice one for anyone really is because we need such a significant milligram amount daily and it can be difficult to eat that in our food. Um, you know, some people might be able to get it like, you know, some of these people who are really working hard with their food and they could probably do it. But we also have to remember, you have to have really good digestion, efficient hydrochloric acid production, and optimize adrenal glands. So I have yet to meet a person who, you know, has been able to, you know, have enough, get enough potassium for their needs. Um, so just consider it, see, see if you are tuned into that at all in your current life to know that it probably could help you if you're getting cramping, uh, if you're getting fatigue, afternoon fatigue, fatigue in the morning, uh, trouble sleeping, cramps, I said that already, headaches, um, the basic things that, you know, are clues that our minerals are running low. Um, it would be worth giving yourself a little extra support. So see if any of this lands for you, be your own filter, um, and see if, uh, it makes sense for you to add some of this stuff. Um, and you know, it's, it's, it is a good start to get some of them in through that drink, but it's not the end of the story. It's never the end of the story. Um, especially when it comes to remineralizing your body. So just give yourself something to start with today. See how you feel consider digging in deeper when you're ready so that you can get your own targeted mineral balancing plan via HTMA. And you know where to find me, lydiajoy.me. You can learn more about my work there. Um, and I hope you guys found this little episode helpful. Thanks for listening to A Joy To Be Me. I will see you on the next episode. Please share this episode, tell a friend, or tag me on Instagram at lydiajoyme. And if you like the show, rate or review, five stars are great. On whatever platform you are listening, Google Play, iTunes, just leave a comment there. It totally helps me out. I appreciate you.